Hello there, welcome to episode 60 of Nevermind the Bullens, your bite-sized Everton podcast and vodcast. Uh, my name is Mike Peters. Uh, lots to discuss uh, as we're uh, now deep into uh, pre-season um, in terms of kits. Uh, obviously, there's one topic that we can't discuss, uh, but uh, the club have dealt with that awful situation that we've uh, found ourselves in um, as well as they can do uh, irrespective of what a certain first team player uh, said in the press and how unhappy he is I don't think he's helped himself there um, we don't know officially who the uh, individual is but you know it doesn't take a rocket scientist to do exactly what I think the vast majority of us did and went and just searched on Twitter and found out who the, uh, the accused is and Obviously, we'll have to let that play out. But if uh, w- the allegations are proved to be true, once we get the details of them, um, then obviously that person has no place at Everton Football Club. End of discussion. Um, and you know, we have to just take uh, any financial hits on the on the chin there. Um, obviously, the person who it's purported to be uh, is going to be a, a big loss from a from a, a playing perspective but sorry some things just are more important aren't they uh, than football you know it is just a game when all is said and done uh, meanwhile uh, actually at the game uh, and continuing discussion of, of players um the acquisitions of uh, andros townsend and asmir begovic and damari gray uh, have been met with a, a little bit of um uh, how can I put it? an underwhelming sort of silence from certain um, facets of the fan base, and I think you've got to put these signings in context. Yeah, they're not the marquee signings that we want that are going to take us, you know, up to that next level that we're obviously uh, shooting for to get consistently back into the top six and into the top four and beyond. But let's look at, you know, look at it from a business point of view. Those three players, all experienced Premier League players. Um, and we've signed three players for one and a half million pounds, which in this day and age is nothing. Uh, you know, when you look at it against uh, some money that is spent around on some bang average players. And we know that the, the squad needed uh, boosting. These are all squad players. Damari Gray has the potential. He's a low risk signing uh, because he has the potential to really kick on. He's still only 24. Plenty of Premier League experience. Slightly lost his way a little bit at Leicester, which is why he went off to uh, to Germany. But it's a great opportunity for him. It's a potentially a really good signing for us. I don't. I think it's a win win. I don't. Think there's any way we can we can lose money on him. Um, so why wouldn't you take that calculated gamble when you look at some of the huge financial gambles that we've taken over the last four or five years since Farmshiri came in? Um, and look at how badly some of the money has been spent. Would you rather spend one and a half million pounds on two experienced Premier League players, both of whom had pace and width and atta- an attacking threat, which we've cried out for last season, and an experienced second choice goalkeeper, you know, a really good quality goalkeeper, somebody that I think we would have no worries about having in uh, if Jordan Pickford got injured for any period of time, 10, 12 games, whatever, you know, heaven forbid that does happen. But Asmir Begovic is is an excellent goalkeeper. And Everton perennially, for go back 15 years, we've always struggled with having a decent number two goalkeeper. Look at the, some of the fairly poor keepers that we've had that you're just thinking, I've got no confidence in you at all. You can pick your own. I can, you could easily pick six or seven, but I'll let you do that because I don't want to sit here and besmirch people. Um, but I think ultimately, one and a half million pounds for Asmir Begovic, Damari Gray, and uh, Andros Townsend. Um, they collectively probably will be on as about as much money, or only slightly more than Bernard was on on his own. 
and you haven't spent 34 million quid on them like you did on Alex Iwobi. To me, it's an absolute... It's good business. And it gives us three extra bodies in the squad. Um, and Damari Gray could turn out to be a very, very good signing. A really, really good acquisition. Clearly a talented player. I'm sure he's got sort of pretensions of trying to get himself uh, international honours at some point. Which, if he manages to do that while he's wearing the blue of Everton, then that's great for us. Or the white, for that matter. New third kit out this week. Uh, all that uh, veiled. And I really like it. Um, I know some people have been a bit... Mm, but... I know it does look a bit like a Leeds kit. I will, I will say that, but I really quite like the the kit. Um, I take the point that people say it looks like I got a tire track down the middle. Yeah, okay, I'll have that. Looks like somebody's run over it, but I quite like it as a third kit. I think we've got a strong set of kits. I'm not a massive fan of the um, uh, of the away kit, but you know, it's it's a, a nod to our heritage. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to invest and make a trip to uh, Everton one um, to to go and get that shirt at some point. Um, also, obviously, the you know the the big news from a, a club sort of the infrastructure point of view uh, is uh, the the fact that we've officially taken uh, sort of uh, ownership of Bramley Moor and work has kind of started. Uh, they reckon they're going to have officially spades in the ground in about a month's time, uh, which is fantastic. And the and the um, statement that was on the website from Colin Chong uh, was was great. It was clear. It was there was no messing. We know exactly where we're at, and now he's saying that there is going to be a dedicated website, which I think is one that we'll all have on our favourites bar over the course of the next few years as we as we watch uh, the project develop. And it's great to finally um, get it happening. I know, obviously, there's been a cost, not in a financial sense, but in terms of um, you know the loss of the. Uh, world heritage status but that's just not just down to Everton um, that is partly down to other buildings that have been built along the waterfront and I think anybody that's been in the city you know when these guys are making these decisions you know it's a meeting in China or wherever it was that this decision was made you have to look at actually what's best for the city and there's a no brainer that Bramley Moor is going to be a huge investment puller for the, for the city so hey you know UNESCO World Heritage status is all lovely and fine, but there are bigger things. Um, and does it mean that Liverpool's any less of a city because it doesn't have that? No. So, hey ho, just that's what they want to do. That's what they want to want to do. Um, on the pitch, obviously uh, been relatively successful in the uh, in the uh, Florida Cup against Mineros and uh, against the Pumas. Um, it, obviously, it wasn't quite what we were expecting. Obviously, no Arsenal and all the rest of it. But, hey, you know, we've just had to crack on and you can only beat what's put in front of you. And, you know, pre-season games are always about systems and trying to put, you know, look at the way we're going to play and all the rest of it. And definitely more so this year, uh, obviously, with a, a new manager coming in. Great to see some of the young lads uh, getting minutes. Um, great to see James Rodriguez getting time as well, even though, obviously, he's been made available for transfer, if uh, rumours are to be believed. I'm hopeful, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that he will make some sort of appearance uh, in the, um, the the friendly at Old Trafford uh, next Saturday, uh, because I'm going. And, you know, we haven't actually seen him in the flesh in a blue shirt, because I don't think, and somebody might well correct me on this, but I don't think he played in any of the games where we had fans uh, at Goodison last season, the Chelsea, the Arsenal or the um, Wolves game, because he was fatigued for the Wolves game. And I think he was injured for Chelsea and Arsenal. So, you know, it's almost like it's this kind of mystical thing. He's like, has he actually played for Everton or not? Um, and hopefully we'll finally actually get to see him in a blue shirt before potentially he's sold. I hope he isn't because I think he can be a great asset to us. But whether he's the type of player that Rafa Benitez wants or thinks that he can fit into the system, 
remains to be to be seen. Um, obviously, yeah, we do need to get a couple more, you know, big signings in, but just let the club get on with it. Obviously, transfer plans that were put in place at the end of the last season went out the window when Carlo went out the door. So therefore, there's been after been been a bit of a rejig, um, and players that are going to fit into the way that obviously Rafa Benitez wants to play. Um, Andros Townsend is one of them. Obviously, he knows him from his time at Newcastle. So, and he was he, he liked the way he played and liked what he brought to the team. And I'm sure he'll do the same uh, for us. Great to see Moyes Keane. Um, uh, getting a goal against the Pumas uh, because um, hopefully he can be a real asset to us. I really wish, do want us to keep him and certainly give him another season. Um, I know he might want out, but you know if he's playing well for us, that's to get himself in the shop window for other teams, as has been said. Then that ultimately uh, bodes that's good for us. We we can only benefit from that. Uh, great to see some of the young lads getting uh, games as well. Like Sir Nathan Broadhead looking very sharp, looking uh, giving a real uh, attacking intent. Hopefully he'll be given more opportunities as we get into the season. And let's not forget, we are only two weeks away from the start of the season. How exciting. Uh, obviously not a traditional pre-season in so much as... Um, having a big sort of friendly or testimonial at Goodison this year, but, you know, a high-profile friendly away at Manchester United in front of a full house, which I think it will be. I've got tickets for it, but only 1,500 tickets for Everton fans, but I have to buy tickets elsewhere. Um, lots of kids there, I'm sure there'll be, because they were free to get in. So if you can get a ticket, you want to get there with your, your kids, then, uh, you know, definitely go. It's only 20 quid for adults. Um, then, you know, that'll be a great to actually watch the boys again. Um, having not seen them since, as we've been well documented, since March the 1st last year against Manchester United. So that'd be a nice kind of uh, bookend, really, wouldn't it? Uh, that's next Saturday. And hopefully, get to see. It was an idea of how we're going to set up in those early league games against the likes of Southampton and Leeds and Brighton, etc. Um, so we'll be back with another episode after that Manchester United game uh, the week after next. Uh, until then, you can get in touch via uh, Twitter at nmtvpod, nmtvpod at gmail.com on the email, or you can drop me a message, a little voice note if you would like. Uh, just click on the uh, descript- episode description on the podcast if that is where you are uh, consuming this. Uh, if uh, you're watching it on the vodcast, you'll have to go and find it on, on the podcast and do it that way. Uh, until next time, this has been a top content production. Come on, you blues. Come on, you blues.